this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. It's their last chance. So we hear there's so much disconnection. We know there are issues in your relationship. And these next two weeks, we're going to help you see if we can unearth all the things that brought the two of you together and see if we can reconnect. To tell all. You were ready to marry whoever the bachelorette was. It should be about Charity's journey to find love, and it ended up being about Braden. You guys cause all the drama. I'm going to look you in your face and let you know. You have no personality, dude. Shut the up. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, August 14th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. For the fourth weekend in a row, Barbie topped the weekend box office, earning another $33.7 million. The movie has now earned $526 million domestically and $1.18 million globally. After dropping to third last weekend, Oppenheimer is back in second place with $18.8 million this weekend. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is up a spot from last week with $15.75 million. Meg 2 The Trench dropped from second to fourth with $12.7 million. And the Dracula movie The Last Voyage of the Demeter debuted in fifth with $6.5 million. Now, this is a story all about how Don Cheadle sang the theme song for his ill-fated Fresh Prince of Bel-Air spinoff project. During a recent Vanity Fair video interview, the veteran actor looked back on the scrapped show, which was titled In the House, and revealed that he actually performed the theme song in addition to starring. Cheadle, who grew up playing jazz music and initially envisioned a career as a musician, confirmed that he wrote the song's intro as well. Take a listen. Well, at that point, I was doing a lot in studios. I thought I was going to, again, I was never completely dropped the idea of music. It was right. always in the sidecar. And I wanted to take a crack at the theme song. They're like, go ahead. Some folks may say there's only one way to live your life. So myself and my producing friend, Kenny Finch, wrote the theme song. And it's the one, I don't know that ultimately we would have used it. But that is the theme <laughs> song the one that you hear on the show when you hear me singing. I'm singing and you hear it, yeah. Well, In the House would have followed Cheadle's memorable one-episode guest role on Fresh Prince as Ice Trey, an old pal of Will Smith's from Philadelphia, who paid a visit to his bud in California. The season one episode, titled Homeboy, Sweet Homeboy, saw Trey begin an unlikely relationship with Will's cousin Hillary, played by Karen Parsons, whom Cheadle was dating at the time, much to the horror of Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil. And Run DMC has officially run its course, at least for now. The legendary hip-hop group performed on stage for reportedly the last time ever as they closed out New York City's star-studded 
Hip Hop 50 Live concert on Friday. In video footage obtained from the event, members Reverend Joseph Run Simmons and Daryl DMC Daniels opened their set with their 1984 hit Rock Box to an adoring audience. Simmons and McDaniels also performed Peter Piper and My Adidas, as well as a medley of their greatest hits, including It's Like That, It's Tricky, Here We Go, Mary Mary, and their 1986 collaboration with Aerosmith, Walk This Way. The concert, which commemorated the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, also featured performances from Snoop Dogg, Nas, Ice Cube, T.I., Lil' Kim, Common, Ghostface Killa, Lil Wayne, Fat Joe, Trina, Slick Rick, and more. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. They are telling it like it is on the special new episode of today's number three pick, The Bachelorette. It is time for the always dramatic Men Tell All special, where the men of Charity Season sit down with host Jesse Palmer and Charity herself to go over the highs and lows of their journey. Brayden the Bad is back, and we'll see Charity confront some of the men who almost made it to the fantasy suites. Plus, it's finally time to meet the Golden Bachelor, Gary Turner. We'll get to know more about the 71-year-old retired restaurateur before his season airs this fall. But first, here is a sneak peek at tonight's episode. Welcome to The Bachelorette, The Men Tell All. If you weren't there for an engagement, why be there? You were ready to marry whoever The Bachelorette was. It should be about Charity's journey and find love, and it ended up being about Brayden. You guys cause all the drama. I'm gonna look you in your face and let you know. You have no personality, dude. Shut the up. I just wanted to see Charity, not The Bachelor. I felt like I was my 100% authentic self to you the whole time. I don't think I ever put on for anybody in this house. I really loved you. Please let me know how the hell I'm supposed to like take that moving forward. the first ever Golden Bachelor. You were trending on social media. If I knew what that meant, I'm sure I would appreciate it a whole lot more. So the big question, who will Charity pick when The Bachelorette returns for the grand finale on August 21st? Dotton or Joey? Before that's revealed, tune in tonight to the Men Tell All special at 8 o'clock on ABC. It's trivia time. The Bachelor and Bachelorette franchises have spawned spin-offs, failed relationships, and a whole lot of drama. But some of the couples who met on the show actually do get married and live happy lives together. So which of the following Bachelorettes is still married to the man she gave her final rose to? Hannah Brown and Jed Wyatt, Tasha Adams and Zach Clark, or Trista Wren and Ryan Sutter? Stick around for the answer. We're checking into this vacation with a whole lot of baggage. Our next pick is the series debut of 90 Day The Last Resort, where 90 Day fiancé couples who've reached a breaking point in their relationships will attempt to salvage the love they once had by heading to a couple's retreat. There, the duos will explore issues of trust, jealousy, and intimacy, all with the help of professionals and through group sessions, resort activities, and one-on-one heart-to-hearts. At the end of the retreat, each must make the tough decision. Will they leave as a couple 
or single once again. Here is a sneak peek at Asuelu and Kalani's emotional first day at the resort. So we hear there's so much disconnection. We know there are issues in your relationship. And these next two weeks, we're going to help you see if we can unearth all the things that brought the two of you together and see if we can reconnect. And now we come to Asuelo and Kalani. What brings the two of you here? We're here because we've had a lot of issues with infidelity. Oh. What? Yes. So we are trying to figure that out. And I think the biggest thing for us is trying to figure it out for our kids. Okay. So looking for the pathway forward there. Okay. Asuelo, what brings you here? I have a lot of things that I need to work on myself. Mm-hmm. I know what I did is really bad. And I feel like the reason why we're here is because of me. I just need to get the answer of my own problems that I have. So you're really here to find out the why, why you do all of these behaviors and why that happened. So can broken hearts still mend or are some wounds too deep to heal? Hmm. 90 Day, The Last Resort debuts tonight at 9 on TLC. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Hunter Lewis, Editor-in-Chief of Food & Wine. This fall, we're launching the new Food & Wine Classic in Charleston with our partners at Southern Living Travel and Leisure, and we want to see you there. This incredible three-day culinary experience will showcase the hospitality, food, drinks, and culture of one of our favorite cities in the country. Join us September 27th to 29th to learn more from iconic chefs, share a glass with innovative wine experts, and get to know Charleston with one-of-a-kind experiences curated by the experts at Food & Wine, Southern Living, and Travel and Leisure. Tickets are on sale now at foodandwine.com forward slash Charleston Classic. That's foodandwine.com forward slash Charleston Classic. See you down in Charleston. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, on August 14th, 2009, the movie The Time Traveler's Wife was released in theaters. It tells the sprawling story of Eric Bana's Henry, a man with the ability to time travel to moments in both his previous and future life, and Rachel McAdams is Claire, the woman he falls in love with. Their love story is a rich yet tumultuous one, and Claire must decide if a life of uncertainty with Henry is better than a life without him at all. The Time Traveler's Wife is available to rent or buy on digital platforms. You can't live with them, you can't live without them. Family is in the forefront on the new season of today's number one pick, the Hulu adult animated series Solar Opposites from the creators of Rick and Morty follows the Solar Opposites, a family of aliens who live in middle America. Now, they've had some trouble working together in the past, but now with otherworldly and earthly threats attacking them at every turn, they'll have to become the team unit they were always meant to be. Here's a preview. Would you stop playing Pupa Shot? He's not an arcade game for f- 
sake. Wait, is his voice just gonna be like that from now on? Yeah, but nobody's gonna notice. The last few months have been a Repairing the ship on weekends. Slogging through that boring office job. From now on, I'm the boss, baby. Well, not the boss, baby, but I am your boss, baby. Now I want a bottle of milk. Two nicks as high as in the daytime. A big part of the mission is us fitting in on Earth. Everyone looked like a perfect non-weird family. Why do you have to be like this? Sitting in the side, guys, too long. The wall could be frozen over in two months. Everyone will die. Jesse will save us all. Oh, hi there, little friend. Did you get lost? What's your name? My name is... Okay, you take ah! care now. You know how we've been trying to find something that will complete us as a family? It's the theme of the season. Make us a dinosaur. Drop that beat. One, two, a one, two, three, four. As the pupa specialist, let me say, he's fine. Wait, where is he? Gah, he's dead! We left him in the car with the windows up! Oh, thank God, he was just sleeping. Forgot how he looks super ugly when he sleeps. The solar opposites are going on a road trip! Okay, this time Daddy got us a regular bus with almost no bombs, baby! Yeah, baby! Terry, you're human! Oh my gosh, do you have a butthole? I don't know, you tell me. Whoa! He's, He's got, got a butthole! butthole! He's got a butthole! Now, you might have noticed at the beginning of the trailer that Corvo's voice sounds a little different. That's because Justin Roiland will no longer be voicing the character following domestic violence charges, claims which he denies. The character is now voiced by Dan Stevens. You can hear him and catch up with the whole family now. All episodes of the new season of Solar Opposites are streaming on Hulu. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following bachelorettes is still married to the man she gave her final rose to? Hannah Brown and Jed Wyatt. Tasha Adams and Zach Clark, or Trista Wren and Ryan Sutter? Well, we are going all the way back to the beginning for this one. The answer is Trista Wren and Ryan Sutter. Now, Trista and Ryan Sutter, the two fell in love on the very first season of The Bachelorette in 2003. Since then, they've gotten married and had two children. They'll be celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary this December. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. <laughs>